It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> Something you don't say. <laughs> You should never tell anybody. You should never, ever tell anybody that. Especially before you're going to kick their ass. I would never tell anybody that I fuck guys like them in prison. I'd do it if I were still in prison. But then, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Oh, yeah. And then, I don't do it anymore. And then they'll think I'm so dumb because of all the hits I've taken. But goddamn, I must be so tough because I'm still standing, still giving out the hits and the rapings. Well, they might want to rape you then or something along those lines like, oh, you don't? You don't fuck guys like that, me in prison anymore? Well, you know what? I'm gonna make you fuck guys like me in prison. <laughs> Bends over, pulls his pants down. Exactly, uh, and you'll get raped just like Richard Beck, being forced to fuck two criminals in the ass. Well, maybe he's like, uh... And end up with shit dick that just won't go away. Well, maybe he'll get his salad tossed. You know? Some guys like it with jelly, some guys like it with syrup. I hear, uh, there's a lot of vegans in prison. But they still eat meat. But an asshole is just like a pussy, except cleaner. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe in some places, but <laughs> it's a quote overall, from, I wouldn't think so. If you uh, go on YouTube, look up Toss Salad Man. There's a video from this documentary where this guy's talking about tossing salad. I he think I saw that, yeah, now that he, you mentioned it. He mentions the jelly, the syrup, and then at one point he says... It's just like a pussy, except cleaner. It's an amazing clip. Anyway. Anyways. What's our show, Corey? Our show is the B-Movie Breakdown, and that's what this is, motherfuckers. This is episode number 41 of the B-Movie Breakdown. bnbpodcast.com, at bnbpodcast on Twitter, Facebook, do all that fucking jazz. 41? You mean like the 41-year-old virgin who knocked up Sarah Marshall and felt super bad about it? I told you never to bring that movie up again. We still haven't seen it. We need to see it. Yeah, but I told you never to bring it up. No, you didn't. Yeah, it did. No, you didn't. It did in your dreams. Stay out of my dreams, Corey! It's for sexing! My dreams are for sexing! God! Well, I wanted to sex. It's the only place I know of that has sexing. Fucking dream rapist. I am a dream rapist. You know who else? Nightmare on Elm Street 4, the dream rapist. (laughs) You know who else is a dream rapist? My good buddy, Timmy Blaze, over at the T-Dog Blizzle Pops Comzy Stand Show. I'm glad you can say that. And you can check that podcast out on Spreaker. It's like a Stitcher type of... Spreaker? Yeah, that's what he... I thought you said Streaker for a second. Yeah, Streaker. Timmy Blaze is also a Streaker. I can see that. Yeah. Just judging by the name of his show. He's he's just flopping his Comzy Stand Show all over the place. You know, it's like uh, like one of my Spider-Man memes where he's... Swinging by, waving on the, the web. like <laughs> Nothing like swinging on a web with your dick swinging in the breeze. There you go. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I didn't say there was anything wrong exactly. with it. Exactly. You're what saying you're... there's something wrong with it no. because of all your goddamn Christian conditioning, Corey. Get your shame off of my show. This is not that kind of show. Well, that's what's going on over the T-Dog Blizzle Pops Comzy Sand Show. Check it out. It's on Are iTunes. Christian shaming? Not... Yeah, Christian shaming. Oh my god. Timmy Blaze is always Christian shaming constantly on... He does like... Well, I just found a new subscription. It it may be kind of hard to keep up with the show. He does a lot of episodes, uh, usually daily. 
Oh, wow. Um, but he uh, only records in, like, a 45-minute format, I think, whatever he uses. So sometimes there may be, like, two, Although two on one day. So, But it's actually just kind of like one episode. Okay, that's still not as prolific as our one friend, DP, whose uh, Suits podcast is done thrice daily <laughs> on or off season. But especially now that the show's back on season, I think he's up to five times a day. Oh, my God. Called DP Suits Up. Look it up. DP, it's definitely not DP, fake. DP needs to calm down on his fucking <laughs> Suits addiction here. Oh no! I've got some. It's gonna, I've got some photos you need to see, Corey. Oh god! I, I don't think you realize the magnificence that is suits. I don't think I want to. You know? Do I want to? A guy running a con. That he's a lawyer when he's not really a lawyer and doesn't have a degree. How could that not be the greatest show in scripted television history? Because it's characters are welcome, Corey. Two lawyers, one degree. What's not to love? What's not to love? Get on my dick! Get on my fucking dick! I am suits, and I fuck the shit out of bitches. Yeah, T Dog Bizzlepop's Cumsy Stand Show. Check it out. That was my promo. <laughs> He's done like a billion promos for us. That's our second one for him. So oh, we don't. It's a running contest every day. I know, but it's a running contest. He always reminds me. He's like sixteen now. You got like two. Sixteen. Hmm. That means she's legal for consent in some states. Well, maybe t- t- Timmy Blaze doesn't want it legal for consent. <laughs> maybe not. I was going to say even better, but that might have gotten me arrested. Well, before we get on to Roadhouse, uh, I'd like to. We got an email from one Jill. I won't say her last name because I don't know what said on podcast yeah, live terms. That's probably good. It's probably good. But she said, Hi, guys. I found your show a few weeks ago searching for Buttercream Gang stuff. <laughs> and I think it's really funny. I've listened to a bunch, and I think my favorite so far is Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> I've been trying to think of a good suggestion, and one that immediately comes to mind is a Christian scare film from the early 80s called Rock, It's Your Decision, about the corrupting of evil rock and roll. It's currently available on YouTube in full. It's the link. Thank you, Jill, for that suggestion. We will get to that, I'm sure. It's only like a 50-minute movie. We might do a little combo pack there with that Yeah, one. I was thinking a split episode of that and maybe another Baywatch Nights oh, or Cleopatra oh, 35, God. 35, is it? That might work with the, you know, evil rock and roll and Christians, Cleopatra 25, 25. <laughs> See, this is what happens when rock takes over society. You get a future of nothing but stripperella. <laughs> stripperella and, like, joker on crack. Barbed wire, <laughs> which is basically stripperella. Yeah, well. We won't talk about barbed wire. Because this week we're not talking about barbed wire. <laughs> we're talking about one of my favorite movies of all time. I love it. Dan maybe didn't love it as much. I've always loved it. I've loved it for ever since I was a kid. Saw this movie, age of like 10 or 11. You know, around what? the time you see of the like. sex scenes too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Around <laughs> the time of seeing like Demolition Man and, you know. All these other movies, they all boobs in them. It's fine. It's the way things were. That wasn't the boobs. It was like the actual sex of the guy pumping the chick in oh, the yeah. back room. And oh yeah. Well, I guess in Demolition Man, you just have the virtual sex. Right. All the, the you had the one I, girl though. She's like, "Oops, wrong number." She showed her boobies. I always loved that scene when I was younger. I was like, "Yeah, that boob scene." <laughs> Demolition Man. Rewind it back when you had to rewind shit instead of just going to like a chapter. Taking it out. Well, you pretty much still have to rewind yeah, but like, DVDs because like, you don't have boob chapters. I mean, like, rewind <laughs> it from, like, the end. Like, rewind that, well, let's go back to that boob part. Oh. Yeah, I just... We had to wait for the tape to rewind and remember what time it was on and it stopped right when it was done. Oh, well, why would you do that, though? Like, it, 
if you were wanting to see boobs, just like run it back right then. Like, yeah, boobs. Yeah, we want boobs, we want to yeah, see boobs. him again after the movie is over. Oh, all right. We're on such a boob high. Okay. From Demolition Man. But I was also on a boob high from this movie because we didn't get Kelly Lynch boobs last week in Kaboom. But this week we got plenty of Kelly Lynch boobs and other women's boobs in Roadhouse from 1989. The Rowdy, Rotting, Rowdy Harrington movie. Rowdy. His name is Rowdy Harrington. I, <laughs> I couldn't believe Rowdy. that. I took that down and I was like, wow, director Rowdy Harrington. And then I noticed also executive producer Steve Perry of Journey fame. <laughs> I wonder. I don't think so. Don't stop believing well, in boobs and sways, dog. Rowdy Harrington has done a lot of awesome movies. Another one being Striking Distance. I haven't seen that. Oh. Well, you should. It's one of his greats, just like Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Oh, man. I guess that explains it. <laughs> but I never uh, saw that movie, but it was just so universally panned when it came out. Like, they worked it into, like, every sitcom I was watching. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, what's wrong with you? You read it Hudson Hawk. Like, it was tr- It was supposed to be, like, the next big thing. It was like they were trying to build something and just fell apart. Striking Distance is Bruce Willis and Sarah Jessica Parker. They're like uh, police, boat police. Boat Police. Yeah. I feel like that needs to be a show now. Boat they haven't police. worn out the shitty cop genre enough, you know, like Boat Police, Miami, Boat Police, San Diego, Boat Police, NYC. Boat Police, Iowa. Oh, totally. <laughs> just, totally. On a, just on a lake. They're just a yacht Iowa. club in this <laughs> shitty little lake. And like, <laughs> Ma'am, you can't be sunbathing topless on this lake. This is a family lake. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. Exactly. That's how people talk? Yes. Don't you ever listen to ICP? Willie Bubba talks like that all the time. Then it's off to the death races. <laughs> the death races with ICP? Yes. <laughs> Regardless, I love I love this movie. I love Roadhouse. I've loved it ever since I was a young boy. I think that's why where it comes from. A lot of people, you know, it's a cult thing now, but saw this movie back in the day. I've always loved it. It's... It's it's my favorite Patrick Swayze movie. It honestly didn't do a lot for me. I mean, I think it's all right for what it is, but for all the hype that I heard about it, I kept expecting it to be way more ridiculous than it was. There are some extremely ridiculous parts, but my one of my favorite things about it is that it came out right at the end of the 80s, and it really is a culmination of everything 80s. You got really. boobs, you got the big hair, you got the, the monster trucks, and mass amounts of violence. That's like 80s movies, all summed up in one. Really? This is about the only 80s movie I remember us watching where they had a monster well, truck. Well, I mean, monster trucks were just like a thing in the 80s. Oh, I know. Like, That's especially what I mean. those ridiculous, you know, like, voice-distorted commercials for all the local Sunday, shows. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> your ticket, or your, yeah, your ticket pays for a whole seat, but you'll only need the edge! Maybe they need to get Bane to do the new ones. <laughs> Come on down this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. What's Bigfoot and Barefoot and all the other monster trucks, especially Sting of WCW fame? Grave Digger is your reckoning. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next for Goldberg's truck? <laughs> I wonder if the Goldberg truck still exists. I hope it does. I really do. <laughs> with, still with the WCW, the new shitty logo with the giant C oh, and the scratchy no. W's on the side. You just ruined it. It'd be so you good. just ruined it. It'd be so you ruined good. everything. You ruined everything. Just like WCW. And it's not Nitro either. It's Thunder. Oh, God. Oh, the worst. Ugh. 
Well, I love the scene when the... I, I don't I guess it just gets me every time I watch this movie. But when that guy first rolls up in that monster truck, oh, I just yeah. can't stop laughing. I'm just like, oh my god. So why does this guy need a monster truck? I know. I what thought it reason? was. I what thought it was reason? ridiculous, but I've actually got these shithead neighbors that it's not a monster truck, but it's so much bigger than it needs to be, and they've got these giant tires, and it just makes so much noise every time they use it, and they're constantly in and out of their driveway like ten times a day, and I just want to murder them all because they're such obnoxious pieces of shit. And it's not a work truck, it's anything like that. It's just like, oh, we have tiny penises, so we have to have this loud, obnoxious truck so that everybody will believe that we're men. Well, that's what you get out of this movie. I mean, these guys are fucking pussies. But um, this, that probably would have been funny to me if it weren't for the fact that on Squidbillies, Early drives that exact same truck, except his <laughs> tires are even bigger, and they're bladed like buzz saws. And he drives that thing around everywhere. Maybe it's a callback to Roadhouse. Oh, it was. He he mentions in one episode specifically that was his favorite movie ever. <laughs> and this imposter guy comes to town claiming to be Patrick Swayze when he's obviously like fat and disgusting and <laughs> definitely nowhere near Patrick Swayze. They buy it anyway. But Patrick Swayze, his character Dalton. I mean, if you haven't seen Roadhouse, go out and watch it. Uh, I think a lot of people will enjoy it if you like. If you like over the top ridiculous 80s action movies and it's a it's a bigger budget um more on the scale of like a rambo or, or i don't know a schwarzenegger movie or something like that i think they're really trying to with this this was you were saying steal justice in this where steal justice i don't really think they were trying to do much because they i mean low budget i'm sure they weren't thinking it was going to be a big success this i really think they were trying to push patrick swayze for the action hero well, he wasn't really in what Red Dawn and I don't he wasn't in a whole lot of action movies at the time. So I mean I th- I think they were really trying to push for Sway's dog to kick some ass and he definitely kicks some ass in this fucking movie. Roundhouse kicks all around. The dude doesn't wear fucking underwear. Nobody wears fucking underwear in this movie because <laughs> When Wade Garrett shows his scar, oh, yeah. you get to see fucking big old oh. Sam Elliott bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that really necessary? You could have just pulled down the side of your jeans. No, I gotta unzip and just about flash my dick at you. But. <laughs> and for the amount of boobs that are in this movie, and for it being mainly like a, a male-oriented movie, you know, like, do men would like this movie. There are a lot of man-ass. A lot of man-ass in this movie. Yeah, that uh, was kind of unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, I understand that's throwing why we watched in... Kaboom last I week. understand throwing in Swayze's ass, because that's what'll get the chick's jinnies tingling, but, like, did we need to see other asses? <laughs> yeah, well, really. well, come on, we watched... Well, look what we watched last week. Yeah, there that plenty was... of man-ass. That ass. was a sex movie, Corey. There this was, was a sexual to be movie, ass. too. There's guys it, grabbing guys... World women's lick, gonna kiss their boobs for 20 bucks. <laughs> I just forgot to tell you, I don't have 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, that's one of the best. He's just sitting there like, uh, grabbing uh, that this one. Can't, this can't muster 20 bucks for those titties. <laughs> I, I, it is a small town, damn it. Uh, uh, it is a small town of Jasper uh, near Kansas City where this takes place. And apparently, once the double deuce really gets going, everybody from all around decides this is the new club. Like it was like the line was like so fucking long to get in. Yeah, it was insane. One of the issues I had with this is, oh, he's going to clean up the place, and oh, we're going to remodel it and make it great and everything. You obviously can't get the kind of remodeling he had done in a short amount of time. <laughs> Even if you go all out and just like shut the place down and just work on it round the clock, they did so, it like, I overnight. Feel, I feel like, it, yeah, that's, it's like in uh, the movie Benchwarmers, they build that stadium overnight. Ugh. 
I just feel like we missed out on so much of him, like, Being you know. Badass. No, well, I guess that too, but <laughs> I mean, like, really, like, you know, going through the night to night, you know, like, more of the conflicts and, like, trying to slowly get the place back to a level that people would want to come around and, you know, oh, this is a club you got to go to, stand out here for two hours just to get in kind of thing. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and apparently Dalton, uh, Swayze's character, who is a apparently nationwide, possibly worldwide known cooler. 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 Never heard that term before. Yeah. Except for the leader of the Pound Puppies. That was his name? Cooler, yeah. That was his name? Cooler? Yeah. I don't remember the That's names. a new one. I mean, well, yeah, no, but I don't remember their names. new shows on Hub now suck. Littlest Pet Shop and all My that My Little shit. Pony. Ugh. Friendship is magical. No, your show's fucking pussy ass bullshit. You need to get back to Man, the dark fairy tale shit you had in the eighties. You just offended every Brony fan. Oh well, they should not like shows that suck. <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> I understand them liking ponies, but like, watch the good one from the eighties, or watch Sailor Moon, or something that has some bite to it. Other ponies on Sailor Moon. There was Pegasus in season four. So they should just watch season four of Sailor Moon. <laughs> Select episodes with the horse. Watch any show oh, he's in every that episode. featured a horse every now and then. Well, there you go. Well, you know what? Those horses aren't as well known as Dalton. Because I want to know in what universe is a bouncer or cooler known nationwide. Yeah. like <laughs> Especially pre-internet. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite concepts of this movie, that there's this guy who is just a bouncer, but everybody fucking knows who he is. Even the one guy's like, in the beginning, he's like, Dalton, I've always wanted to get a piece of you. <laughs> like, like uh, maybe he's been going to this club a lot, but maybe he, I'm pretty sure he just, like, he has this reputation where he knows. Because everybody's like, even when he gets to the double deuce, like, fucking Dalton. My God, that's Dalton. And the line that is said, like, a million times in this movie is, I thought you'd be bigger. And it's, when I first heard that, I like, that's what she said. And then Elizabeth does say that. And like, oh, she did say it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah, that's what she said. Like, he should have said that just, like, all hard and unironically. Just like, that's what she said. And leave him to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, but Dalton, he, he, I just love the character. I think he's just, he's a badass. He stitches up himself, except for sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he <laughs> needs to go to the hospital for it. But he does stitch himself up, and he gives that fucking homeless guy a car. Which is pretty awesome. The guy's like, what do you think I am, a valet? Oh my god, that stereotypical <laughs> gruff street black guy. What do I look like, a valet? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then when he's getting stitched up by Elizabeth in the hospital, like... Uh, Was her name Elizabeth? He calls her Elizabeth at some point. He calls her Doc most of the time, but... Her, her credit is her just name. Doc. Yeah. And yeah, I, I didn't understand that either, but anyway. Or, I couldn't they have at least put her in there as Red's niece right like but he offers him a local anesthetic and he's like no like just stitch me staple me whatever he was having done and she's like uh uh don't you or you like pain or something like that he goes pain don't hurt <laughs> wow i just uh i just read something that blew my mind where we were talking about kelly lynch and about how this didn't blow my mind but the fact below but annette benning was apparently uh, originally cast as doc hmm. instead of kelly lynch and According to Kelly Lynch, whenever Bill Murray sees her sex scene with Patrick Swayze on TV, he calls up her husband, Mitch Glazer, to tease him about it. <laughs> and also, Patrick Swayze was approached to star in Predator 2 and stated Danny Glover, but couldn't because he was injured from filming Roadhouse. Wow. 
Could you imagine Patrick Swayze in Predator 2? God, that would have been amazing. I would have just taken the character of Dalton. He, he could have just, just spun the whole series off from there and just... Swayze versus Predator. Yeah. Well, yeah. To hell with Alien. Just take... Swayze versus Predator. Just take the... Dalton versus yeah, Predator. Dalton. Just take the Dalton <laughs> character. He's in Jasper. Sam from Ghost versus Predator. For, for whatever reason, he, him and Doc have to... Or Elizabeth have to leave Jasper and go to Los Angeles in the midst of this heat wave. And then they run into the Predator and he's just fucking roundhouse kicking the Predator all over the place. <laughs> Comes back and finds Elizabeth's skin. <sighs> Starts doing mad fucking karate on his fucking punching bag in a barn. <laughs> and then decides to fucking rip the fucking predator. Trachea rip the, the predator. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes the mask and puts it on himself. And that's the end. Like, uh oh. I love one. how they tease that in the beginning, too. Like, heard he, got, heard he ripped a guy's throat out <laughs> the guy's like, no fucking way. And I love the, how the bar is being run in the beginning, the double deuce. Like, that one fight starts out, and that one guy's like, ah, fuck it, they're brothers. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck this. Like, oh, you know, whatever. And then the one guy, he even said, uh, the bar is just a just complete, just, like, shit show. There's this guy that walks up to this extremely hot, uh, blonde-haired chick. I don't remember if they ever said her name. She was, like, Ben Gazzara, who plays Brad Wesley's, like, main flame. And she's, like, getting a drink at the bar, and this one guy goes up to her and goes, Hey, Vodka Rocks, how about me and you go nipple to nipple? <laughs> like, I wonder if anybody's ever said that line to any woman, and it worked. Because I've never heard anybody say I just say can't it. imagine anybody saying that line ever, because, like, she might just be a smartass and, like, okay, whip her tit out, grab yours, and just, there, touch nipples. You're done. Like, who calls sex nipple to nipple? Uh, gumble to gumble? Gumble to gumble? <laughs> Right. Jungle to jungle, <laughs> jungle to jungle. Mimi Siku, Tim Allen and his his underage son. Mi- oh, Mi- God. Mimi Siku, <laughs> some Mimi Siku nipples. That was a okay. uh, let's let's touch nipples, son. It's not gay. Just don't tell your mom, or you'll get in trouble. Wait, oh, got circumcised. Start some docking. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> we could go nipple to nipple and dock at the same time. God, we Maybe just, that's why she called herself Doc. Get the pack down. Uh oh. And she's standing there, just like fucking, what's her name? Angela. Angela. Eh. He's like, fuck it. Docking. Scissor me timbers. What up, Doc? (laughs) What up, Doc? And uh, what was the other chick's name? The, The, like, kind of like tougher bar chick. Oh, I don't remember. She kind of faded out. She did, kind of, she did kind of once they like and she stopped by you know to warn him like oh you shouldn't have fired that guy like yeah well i'm doing what i gotta carrie, do and her name was carrie carrie ann right yeah carrie ann she and i like what was she singing on stage with jeff healy and his band and she and then one guy goes i didn't know she could sing <laughs> like was that just like a one-off like maybe the cameras weren't supposed to be rolling and he just walked by and said that because what a weird fucking thing for that guy to say and oh, but and speaking of Jeff Healy, fucking awesome in this movie. Uh, Jeff Healy, great one of the one of the great guitar players to ever live, and uh, blind in real life, uh, and he played guitar, and he was fucking awesome at playing guitar. Uh, sadly, he is since passed away. Uh, same thing with Patrick Swayze. But yeah, Jeff Healy is awesome in this movie. A lot of people always think that he's not really blind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's blinded. I didn't know that about him. I just thought maybe that was a character, but I didn't bother to like research him either. But no, yeah, the song at the end was nice. Yeah, it it sort of 
lack the epilogue of like, well, okay, the cops just don't know what to do with all these dead bodies. Everybody gets off scot free. Swayze's naked in the lake with Elizabeth. He's naked in the lake with Elizabeth. And And there's other people in the grass (laughs) behind him. Like, I don't know if it was Emmett or who that was. There's people sitting on picnic blankets in the grass as he runs past them butt-ass naked. Well, he knows he was being watched and he was banging around the roof earlier by, what's his name, across the lake. (laughs) I just imagine him sitting there with binoculars and just like one hand in his pants like, ah, ah. (laughs) It's just like... And so like, oh, I just can't get it up unless people are watching us now. (laughs) So it gets me off. We gotta, well, we gotta do she, dogging from now on. She says she's like, she's like, I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> oh, that's because I need an audience, babe. But we were talking about the character Carrie, Carrie Ann, and I like how she says about Terry Funk's character. He was born an asshole. <laughs> he just grew bigger. <laughs> I love the concept of that. Somebody being born just an asshole, and then they grow around that asshole. You know, I just saw the Bob's Burgers episode for the first time the other night where Linda's sister paints all the animals yeah. assholes and yeah. hangs them in the restaurant. Yeah. And it just turns into a thing where he wants to keep them up to piss off the old people in town. And Linda finally, you know, I couldn't take it. I had to paint underpants on him because she had this Winnie the Pooh dream with animal assholes <laughs> all over the place. Uh, so I know what that looks a, like. A lot, of the, a lot of the characters in the bar and that are like the cronies and stuff are absolutely, I love them. I think they're all like, they all have their own unique little thing and you could see that they possibly could have a backstory. Like, like the bartender initially who's the nephew of Brad Wesley, he's so like goofy and creepy looking. He has that like split mustache mm-hmm. going on, and he's such like he has his like big buck teeth, and he's just <sighs> like looks like a fucking idiot. And the bar when it's all rowdy and wild, they're throwing fucking bottles at the poor blind guy playing music. That's why they have a cage around him. Yeah, but still, like, come on, the guy's fucking blind and he's playing. He's like an amazing guitar mm-hmm. player who shouldn't even like. Obviously, he's not Jeff Healy in the movie. He's Cody, mm-hmm. but. He shouldn't be even playing in this shit dive bar, and somehow him and Dalton go way back. They have this, like, thing, and he's like, right away, he's like... Coolers and blind guitarists always go way back. Yeah. He's like, oh, god damn it, Dalton. And he even knows when Wade, uh, Wade Garrett shows up. He's like, he didn't even know he was there. <laughs> he didn't even hear his voice, maybe. And then he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Wade Garrett. Like, how the fuck did that guy know he was there? Because he's been blind for so long, the rest of his senses are superhuman. He's like uh, the Sentinel. Remember that show? <laughs> Nobody else does either. But all his senses are superhuman now. Make up for that. So he probably just smelled him when he came in. And I, you were saying about how you wish you could have seen more things building and stuff? Yeah. So, one thing that I guess I would have liked to was maybe one more massive fight. Like in the beginning, there's that massive fucking fight where the entire bar... Mm. It's just, and that's when um, Swayze's there. Dalton, he's just watching. He's just observing how the bar is. Doesn't get involved whatsoever. Lets this whole fucking thing go down. Literally, everybody in the bar is fighting, and it all starts by one guy getting pushed into another guy, mm-hmm. and it, literally the whole place blows up. And I love the one guy who's just sitting there laughing. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> and he's like bouncing up and down, and then he gets hit in the face with a fucking bottle. That lady throws. It kind of reminded me of that time on The Simpsons early in the series when, for whatever reason, Homer goes to some hick town in the middle of nowhere, 
And you're like, oh, watch out. This is one of the most dangerous bars in the state or something like that. And uh, he just walks in there, and one guy goes, let's fight. And the other one goes, them's fighting words. And he just start a big brawl <laughs> based on that. Like, we don't serve Duff here. We only serve FUD. He's like, FUD? Didn't they stop making that when all those hillbillies that drank it went blind? And the guy just stares at him. He's like, one FUD, please. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I like during the massive fight too that the band is still playing. Oh yeah, the band it, never stops playing, and this happens oh, multiple times. The bad guy times. comes in and threatens people. Like, you better start playing. Oh, let's we'll start playing. Yeah, and I like how the one guy says too. He goes, he says, uh, um, telling people about Dalton. He says, "Fuck with him, he'll seal seal your fate." Yeah, like holy fuck, <laughs> like way to make you know like. You ever want to make somebody seem like a total badass, like, and be super afraid of them? This guy is going to seal your fate if you fuck with this guy. He'll make your mama cry at your funeral. And I and I love how smart... He'll give you a closed casket, and then take a shit on your coffin. Then rub his dick in it. Yeah. And shit then dick. he'll make your girlfriend lick it off. Man. I'm just sad. And she'll smile the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> We all know anuses are cleaner than vaginas. <laughs> According to Tau Salad Man. <laughs> and I love how smart the character of Dalton is, too, where he buys the crap car and extra tires and shit because he knows that, like, people fuck with him. And he has this, you know, he has this Mercedes and everything. And uh, when he, because the one guy see, and I like how the one guy, like, is so confused why he, like, why he's doing this. The old farm guy. He's like, you sure you want to live here? Sure you want to do this? That guy, by the way, also one of my favorite characters because he doesn't have much in the movie. But the one point when Dalton's doing like the like tai chi or yoga or whatever, he takes his head off and like has this like adoring <laughs> look, and he like his beard just like blowing in the wind, and he's just like ooh, like well, very weird look. Much like Smith in last week's wonderful movie Kaboom, you can't help but be odd. In the presence of such virile masculinity, it's very true. But when I saw that, I didn't know. I didn't know he was doing that kind of tai chi, and I thought, God damn, it's a shame he's not still alive. He could be giving DDP yoga a run for its money. <laughs> he, he might, might actually. I don't know. I don't know what Swayze was doing at the end of his. Maybe he's doing Swayze tai chi with Macho Man up in heaven. <laughs> with Ooh, macho yeah. Man, what a weird pairing! It's Patrick Swayze and Macho Man. See, Macho Madness used to be running out of control, but now the Swayze dog's here. He's got the madness on the leash. Yeah. Imagine if not... all of Brad Wesley's cronies were like were wrestlers. I could like see instead that. of just Terry Funk, because like Terry Funk wasn't over the top, and he's you know had done a couple movies at the time. But like Macho Man is one of them, and Roddy like... Piper, Captain Lou Albano. Oh, why Captain Lou Albano? Because he's why? got the beard. The beard just says it all for this town. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> Plus, he was the original Super Mario. Yeah, I would have just <laughs> loved to see like at least just Macho Man as one of like the speaking roles as one of the cronies. Like, I swear, boss, I didn't mean to do it. Yeah. If only he could have been called Bonesaw too. Oh my god! <laughs> Reprising his role in Spider Man. This is Cletus McClintock. We call him Bonesaw. <laughs> he could have played Tinker. <laughs> And, and, um, well, Dalton, he ends up going in and shaping this place up, and he has three rules. Never underestimate your opponent. Solid advice. Take it outside. Solid advice. Unless you really can't. Right. And be nice. 
You know, I, I gotta say that uh, a lot more people need to follow that. I just read a case recently about uh, out-of-control bouncers who decided to beat someone so mercilessly he literally had lost a chunk of his brain, and his skull is now looks like he just has a big chunk taken out of it. Oh, it geez. just goes in like this. It's permanently dented. Wow. He can't talk anymore. He's got to have constant medical care for the rest of his life because some dipshit thought they were badasses. And I'm a bouncer. I get to stomp the fuck out of anyone however I want. There is a notorious bar that the college kids went to down at Illinois State. I won't say what it is in case they decide to be pissy, but anybody will know what I'm talking about. Famous for having out-of-control bouncers who would start beating on people just because they'd say, Let's call, finish your drink, get the fuck out. Like, yeah, okay, hang on, somebody's still got a full beer. No, get the fuck out now! And start beating people because of that. Say the name and I'll just edit it out. Well, if you want to go to the good bars, you go to downtown Bloomington, not uptown normal, and that's an uptown normal, so... Well, stay away from Uptown Normal, you crazy fucks. Oh, well, it's not all bad. It's I, said, just, I said stay away. They don't have... I said... I said they don't... Ha- you haven't been there, Corey. They don't have away. a lot of room in those bars, which is part of the problem. Because they're all... I say they don't have a lot of rules in those bars. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not, if that shit gets to keep <laughs> happening. But, well, I mean, uh, I meant for the patrons. Uh, <laughs> although there is another one where I actually saw a friend of mine literally get thrown out the door right in front of me, like something out of a movie. And I was just like, oh, okay. And he probably needed to go. I don't think he needed to be thrown out because he's not a violent drunk. He's just more of a creep on girls drunk, and that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> so that also made me want to stay away from that place. Well, there you go. Stay away from multiple places. In, in uptown, uptown normal. In uptown normal. <laughs> you, don't de- you definitely don't want to be an uptown girl living in an uptown world. Isn't that material girl? Yeah, I combined the songs. But where, what was that from, though, uptown girl? Oh. Ah, I know what you're talking about, but... I just combined the songs, but there's a song called Uptown Girl as well. okay. I just combined Uptown Girl and Material Girl. Enough of your mashups, Corey! Yeah, I'm mashing them up. Fuck you, Dr. Frankenstein! Well, one of the... I like the rule, be nice, and then he says, even if somebody calls you a cocksucker. (laughs) And then the one guy goes, what if somebody calls my mother a whore? Like, well, is she? (laughs) But, like, it's it's so basic, though. Like, I know it's supposed to be funny, but, like... I was just thinking that, like, handle this logically. Don't be an emotional little dickbag about some dipshit trying to push your buttons. Like, is she? No, then fuck him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> what if somebody called me a cocksucker? Like, well, are you? No. Well, <laughs> like he says, it's you know a, a, you know, planned thing to try to get a particular response out of you and just ignore it. Yeah, but only take it to extremes when you have to. And he kind of does instantly. The guy pulls out that knife and he. Smashes that guy's head through a fucking table. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awesome. He just it goes over, grabs the fucking guy's arm, grabs his head, and just poof, real quick. So awesome. That's why I wish Patrick Swayze would have had more action movie roles. He's not, there's not too many. I think Black Dog is another, uh, late, it's a later on though, like Point Break. Mid to late 90s. Yeah, Point Break, but it, this kind of like drives a line between action and. Ah, like action drama. drama. Yeah, because mm. it doesn't have too many crazy action scenes. There's like a couple chases and some surfing moments and some skydiving, but it's not like it's not like this where he's running around just fucking kicking fucking ass and taking names. Um, oh, don't don't take no names. I love the scene where in his first like official night or whatever, the one guy is fucking the girl in the closet, <laughs> and the girl is. 
only has her shirt lifted up. Mm-hmm. She has her skirt on, or whatever she's wearing. Skirt, I think it was. So easy access, I guess. But she has Always a skirt a on and only a shirt slightly pulled up so you can see her boobs. The guy, full nude. You gotta go full nude, because why not? But then he gets caught in his excuses. I've actually seen that happen at parties, by the way, so... Well, there you go. <laughs> but I love his excuse. I was on my lunch break! Exactly. Like, <laughs> we'll stay on it. Like, if they're on break, so what? But they're fucking in the closet. They take that shit elsewhere. So what? Get, take it outside. That's one of his rules. Take it outside. He didn't say what. But take it outside. Rule number two. All right, fuck her out back, but whatever. Like, I actually... I work in a place known for dickish management, and I actually knew at one of the stores I worked at, the assistant store manager caught two people having sex in the compressor room for our refrigerated and frozen sections, (laughs) and all he said was, zip up and get back to work, and left it at that. That guy's a better manager than Dalton. No way. No. No way. Yes, way. Just because he didn't fire two idiots? Two idiots, my god, you gotta take out the frustrations, which are myriad, by the way, of working that shithole place somehow. I agree. I understand. I've worked at one myself, one of the same places you're uh, talking about. You know, Burger King. <laughs> yeah, Burger King. <laughs> I okay. Don't, I don't know. You know, you always got that king dry staring down your... Oh, oh my god. <laughs> what if he was sitting there jerking it underneath his robe, <laughs> just that creepy king mask staring back at you? And he can't even give you the eyebrows or anything. You just get that, you know. He was breathing down your neck, <laughs> demanding all kinds of things. I want that to what happen if, now. What if you caught him fucking somebody in the freezer? <laughs> uh, I guess he wouldn't just be silent. That would be amazing. He say it's good to be the king. That's why he wears the crown. Just that creepy smile and just silence. Yeah, like no no breathing <laughs> even. Just, just slap, 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 slap. <laughs> To somebody dressed up as a queen. Oh my god. A that, queen very similar. That needs to happen now. I'm going to start going to furry conventions to try to make this happen. Burger, do furries dress up as the Burger King? No, but I'm sure they, they'd be willing to allow that into their mix. Just like the guy in American Dad that was a car, and then he just got over like the the animal that was knocked down. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Uh, we, we, you know what we really haven't touched on too much in this, and we've only mentioned him a few times, is is the villain Brad, Wes- Brad Wesley. He is essentially the main villain in the movie. He, his cronies do most of his work. He doesn't do much. He punches the one guy. He, he's apparently very strong for a very small man, because he beats the fuck out of that one guy, his one So uh, see, crony. he's a dark reflection of Dalton. There we go. It's like Dark Dalton. <laughs> or Black Dalton. Darky Dalton. He's not really black. Uh, but I... and. And he has this, like, he just so happens to live right across the lake from where oh, Dalton's staying. So they can always, like, look back and forth. And Dalton, the one time he's chilling outside, or he's reading a book, and he looks over, and there's this massive pool party going on. Mm-hmm. And this one character who doesn't really get too much love the rest of the movie, at one point, I think Sam Elliott's beating him up, but there's this very large man. He's very, very tall. And he's dancing like a fucking, like a maniac or something. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. He's just like, I guess he's just having a good time, but he, it's hard to convey over a podcast. And he's just doing these, like, goofy dance moves, and his face is just like, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. And there's just, like, tons of boobs in this scene. I, like, I was thinking when I was watching it, like, is there any people that are, like, 
oh, that was me. Like, now. <laughs> like, oh, that was me. I showed up naked. Or some kids, like, watching it, and that's their mom. <laughs> like, in the naked. Oh, my God. And, like, that's the one they end up spanking it to. Like, <laughs> like Shane ended up doing on weeds with old photos of his mom with her face cut off, and he didn't know that was her. Like, oh, you were just jacking it to your mom for the past three weeks. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, I love the scene in Roadhouse with the pool pool party. Oh, yeah, beaten off. Or they just <laughs> put it like a... They, they just put it on the computer and call, like took all the clothes from Roadhouse. So they really love the movie, but they also love all the boob scenes, so they took all the boob scenes and put them together. That was their mom, one of the naked chicks at the pool party. But, like, yeah, I was thinking that, like, whatever somebody's like, oh, yeah, I was in Roadhouse. Oh, who are you? <laughs> one of the naked chicks at the pool party. They got thrown into the pool. Uh, yeah, I wonder what uh, Serena Vincent's kid will, kids will think of her, if she has any. I don't know if she does, but find out she was... Well, Yellow Ranger in Season 7 of Power Rangers. Then she was a naked chick and not another teen movie. Areola. Completely naked the whole time. Hey, want to check out Mommy's acting career? Here you go. <laughs> well, I guess porn stars kids have to deal with it, too. There was actually a bunch of documentary about that. And not just about that, but it was called After Porn Ends. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Dealing with that kind of stuff. And But uh, Brad Wesley, that's what we were talking about, speaking right? Speaking of porn stars, Brad Wesley. Yeah, speaking of porn stars, Brad Wesley. That sounds like it would be a porn star Clearly name. how he got all his money. Porn. <laughs> he probably had that like you know big old Ron Jeremy Bush going going on. Oh god, just like Wade Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Wade Garrett had that Demi Moore Bush going on. <laughs> what if, what if in the movie Kelly Lynch pulled down her pants and it was just like a big blonde? <laughs> oh god, like yep, this definitely was the eighties right here. <laughs> just a big, just full Bush everywhere. I guess they didn't really show her front too much. They showed her ass, and her boobs quite a bit, but not much of her. Front business, no vagina. Front business. Front business. <laughs> business up front, party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> she had one of those, she had that mullet pube. Oh, God. That'd be like opposite of... Mullet De- pube. <laughs> it'd be opposite of Demi Moore then. <laughs> She'd have like nothing in the front and, then a, and there's a big old bush coming out I of her I can't even hole. say that without throwing up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> mullet pubes. <laughs> you, well, you don't want to see so. a, a big bush coming out of somebody's butt crack? No, because we have seen that from two of our friends. <laughs> and they had the contest. Tell us who has the hairier ass. <laughs> yep. It happened, and I wish I didn't remember that. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. And now the world knows as well. The world does know. The world doesn't know their names, though. Oh, that was great. Oh, don't take it out. <laughs> Why would I leave that in there? I don't know, but mistakes happen, sometimes on purpose. <laughs> if I forget to edit it and just throw it on the internet, whoops. Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, I can't remember where we were talking about. We got thrown off. Brad Wesley. Oh, Brad Wesley in his porn bush. He, he, I love, I really enjoy this bad guy, even though he's not the greatest bad guy. Because he's a, he's just an asshole all around. He's driving down the road like a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. To, uh, what song was playing? I don't remember, but I was just like, well, you son of a fucking bitch, you're really going to try to run somebody off the road because you, like, swerve into the song. Yeah, you know, people drive like assholes, and when you run the fucking town, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know, that really pissed me off, like, legitimately. And as over-the-top as he got, I was just like, no, this fucker needs to be in the ground. So when Swayze finally starts by ripping that other fucker's trachea out, I was just like, my God, yes, finally. Yeah, I mean, the guy deserves what he gets. He's a fucking piece of shit. He's, you know, it's one of, like, sometimes you see in, like, I don't know, I guess in other movies, too, where, like, somebody's, like, you know, running the town, and you hear, like, 
stuff like that, mafia-wise. Mm-hmm. But this is just one little guy. Like, I don't, I just don't... Who already get... has a ton of money anyway, so why does he need to keep shaking everybody down for, what, 10% of their businesses in the small town? What's that to him? Fucking pocket change. Yeah, exactly. But no, I'm fleecing these guys for their meager little 10%, and now, thanks to me, J.C. Penny's coming to town. <laughs> okay. Dude. They're about to go under now, so... Everybody's, everybody's pumped about J.C. Penny. They're pumped like a white guy in a prison movie. Or like the guys that what's-his-name used to fuck in prison before Swayze fucked him in the throat with his fingers. Oh. And honestly, that's probably one of the best parts of the whole movie. Uh Uh-huh. Is that that fight scene alone, because Emmett's house blows up, Mm -hmm. which he somehow survives. It it fucking explodes. Apparently, Brad Wesley has this mass amount of dynamite laying Mm -hmm. around or something. Or bombs, or I don't know what. Well, see, first he blew up, uh, what's his name's auto place, and then he drove the monster truck through the car dealership of the other guy who was trying to help The only reason the monster truck was in the whole movie, Uh for that one scene. And then he blows up uh, the hillbilly rudder guy's house. Yeah, Emmett. Emmett, there you go. I couldn't remember most of the characters' (laughs) names in here because they weren't that memorable, but... (laughs) No. Then he blows up that house, and like... Decides to, oh, not only will I do that, but I'll have one of my goons there on the scene and be seen fleeing the scene. So, ugh, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. And I love when he blows up Red's shop. And one, it's our, okay, at first it's just on fire. Mm-hmm. So either he put a bomb in there or something and it blew up, or what the fuck was in that place that would make it blow up after being on fire? He could have had some stores of gasoline in there, gas tanks, something I like that. I guess it was a hardware or they store, have, but... Or they could have brought things in there. At, yeah. He also dealt with cars. He could have had Freon for air conditioners. That it shit wasn't blows cars, up. It was a hardware store. He had car shit there, too. He yeah, had, like, Valvoline st- signs. and I feel like in a town shit. like that, he could have been a jack-of-all-trades. Hardware, yeah. auto parts. Yeah. I get you. But I love... Uh, what I love, not, not, is just, not just the explosion. When the explosion happens, okay, a fire truck just pulled up. And as the explosion happens, an ambulance drives past the house, past mm-hmm. the place, speeds past. Like, why wouldn't it stop? Why why did it just keep going? It's like, wee, wee, wee. You know, like, who would expect that though? <laughs> what? Who would expect that? Expect what? That somebody's not just gonna have a fire, but you know, have the place purposely rigged to explode. You know. Wait, the, they were coming to save people. Why would they just drive past? Fuck this! That's what it was. The place blows up. Fuck this, I'm out of here. I ain't going in that shit. I felt like they were trying to get, like, downwind of the fire. Or upwind, or whichever way would be the good place to be. So nope. you're not catching the flames. Nope, they just drove past. Okay, irresponsible ambulance people, whatever. Yeah, they're they're all on that. Brad Wesley's payroll. Exactly, exactly, they're, exactly. Brad Wesley's just, like, beating off to Dalton anyways. He watches Dalton doing his Tai Chi across the lake on his ATV, beating off on his ATV. And then he watches Dalton and Kelly Lynch have sex on the rooftop. He's beating off again. He's just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. First, I'm going to beat you, and my son Chris is going to beat you. It's going to be a good old-fashioned father-son beat-off. That's right, he just had the nephew, and that's why... The The guy in the denim... Would have been nice if the character was his son. Would have meant more. Yeah. But he killed him. <laughs> he just killed his best guy. Denim guy who can do backflips with pool cues. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm a martial artist too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I love when he does that backflip with the pool cue. It's what? so unnecessary. 
Why Chang bitch bang Kane over here? <laughs> but yeah, you know, we were talking about before was the 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 fight at the end with Dalton and Denim guy. I don't remember what his name was. I think his name was Jimmy. And little Jimmy, little Jimmy. He fights little Jimmy. The dude, one he right, he's the one who did the bomb or whatever. Mm. Clearly, he rides by on the dirt bike. Dalton fucking runs and catch up, catches up to the guy. Spears him off the motorcycle. Yeah, fucking spears him off the motorcycle. They have this badass fight on the edge of the lake. It's seriously just a fucking awesome fight. And, and Dalton, shirtless in these just white pants, and is fucking just kicking ass left and right. But then the guy is kind of, you know, beating up Dalton a little bit, and he tells Dalton, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> that's what we were talking about at the beginning. That's so, why would you ever say that? To somebody when you're gonna right when you're about, like gonna kill them or something like he's probably just used to say it in prison like I'm gonna kick your ass and I'm gonna fuck it I'm gonna kill well well he was trying to kill him so I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna fuck your dead body exactly that's intimidating I'll eat your heart like a Syrian rebel or whatever and then I'll rub the remains all over my butt cheeks oh god <laughs> <laughs> or all over his dick got that blood dick. <laughs> It'll cut your anus off and carry it around and fuck it. It'll be my new pocket pussy for the next six months. It'll be like Assy McGee. Exactly. <laughs> hey guys, want to see Dalton? Here's Dalton. Look what I'm doing to Dalton now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You like that, don't you, Dalton? Oh my god. Be glad this isn't a video podcast. <laughs> Be very glad. I just witnessed the most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Damn fuck fake do- of imaginary Dalton's ass. Bloody cut, removed ass. Oh yeah. But still, How does he still with much fecal just, matter still inside. Did he just inside. like cut off his, his legs and then his torso and just keep that section? Mm-hmm. Or he just tried to cut off the ass? I don't think that would work. He just tried to cut no, off the I, ass. No, I heard some uh, serial killer actually did that at some point. Oh, like geez. cut off like just a woman's, you know, um, groin area there so he could keep fucking the dead vagina. Well, you know what? That doesn't happen because Dalton kicks this dude's fucking ass and rips his fucking throat out. I know, it's it beautiful. Is, it is it is beautiful. It's the reason why this movie is so awesome. It really is. I mean, what other movie other than MacGruber, which is only paying homage to this, <laughs> can you see somebody get their throat ripped out? <laughs> it's it's this. It's the it's Patrick Swayze is just super pissed and he's had enough and he's you know, he's sick of all this fucking bullshit and he just fucking grabs the guy's throat. And just fucking rips it, and it's so fucking awesome. And then they turn the guy over, and it's just like, yeah. And then he's like, and, "Is this what you want?" And then is he, this what you yeah, want? he not only throws him in the lake, but he drags his dead body out to the middle of the lake and leaves it floating in there, like floating back over. I always thought it'd be funny. To- I had said this years ago when watching it with some people, and I thought it was funny if he like we put the body out in the middle and it's floating and he just stood on top of it and like, <laughs> used it as like a paddle board like, to get across the lake. I'm coming for you, Brad Wesley! I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say if he just left the dead body in there, they didn't bother to fish it out. And then at the end when he's banging naked Kelly Lynch in the lake, his dead body still floats by. He just like elbows it off and <laughs> keeps banging her. And then they get AIDS because he probably had AIDS from fucking all those guys in prison. Don't ruin this, Corey. Don't ruin it with AIDS. Your fucking murder victims is floating in the water next to you while you're banging the hot chick because you're still alive and that fucker's in the ground, like or not in the ground in the lake, close enough. <laughs> and then he comes, that's victory. That's like flawless fucking victory. <laughs> it is, but then AIDS. No, no AIDS. No AIDS. No. 
you know what? One thing actually we forgot to mention completely. Where we're talking about Dalton when he stitches himself up, and later on he gets a, a cut from a knife, and has to go. He goes to the hospital for it. It's a cut on his side, and he goes to the hospital for. It. I think he's also had some bruised ribs and things like that, so he's getting that checked out. But I love how he brings his own fucking records <laughs> to the hospital with him. Yeah, he's like. Uh, and she even. They... See, I like how I like how it, they couldn't. I, it would almost would have been funnier if they didn't mention it. But I love how they mentioned it. Like, uh, not everybody who carries their own records around with them, and he has a little briefcase. Yeah, he's like, well, keep makes things easier. Because, <laughs> I mean, back then, it's not like you could just, you know, like, email shit to other hospitals, you know, like, oh, this will be a, how many days before you get copies of the records there down there to you? And Yeah, and then Kelly Lynch is, is that typical, like, and first, oh, I got glasses on and my hair's up and I look all nerdy. And you know, I didn't he, even know that was her when he meets her at the bar later. I was like, who's this chick he's banging out? Then he goes back to the hospital like, oh my god, she's a female Clark Kent. And they did it, they got you. They got you so good. Yeah, because she's, and it's like, it's like in Lethal Weapon, or Loaded Weapon 1, yep. they do the same thing. And it's clearly like parroting this movie directly almost because i mean they do it in other movies but this movie's very obviously does it like she has these big thick bottle coke bottle glasses yeah she's kind of ugly and mousy looking she's like oh hang on i gotta get changed before we go downtown just takes off her glasses and like lets her hair down like puts her head down and tussles it around a little bit and she lifts her head up she's kathy ireland yeah and emilio estevez is like oh you should always wear your hair down yeah that's basically this movie too it's just like oh kelly lynch looks kind of like you know but then she's like Gets her hair all 80s-fied and goes to town and uh, Dalton's a big giant <laughs> cock and then, uh, you know. Oh, who else is like that? Kendrick's the pink Power Ranger in season seven of Power Rangers. No, she's not. No, she was. She they had No, she didn't ride Dalton's dick. Mousy ponytail and glasses and... So what? She didn't ride Dalton's dick. She probably rode Leo's, the Red Ranger from that season. But, dick. but his dick is tiny and it doesn't matter. No, no. He's not no. as much of a badass as Dalton. No, he's he's... A decent badass for Power Rangers. Well, you know what? Fuck Power Rangers. Yeah, I said it. Suck my dick. Oh, okay. All right. I'll just send uh, Jason Tommy over here to ram you up the ass with the Power Sword and Dragon Dagger. Stick that Dragon Dagger right up there, and then get on it and play. You know, it's not going to happen because they're going to be afraid of me because I'm going to be wearing my casual karate gi. Oh, okay. Like Dalton does in this movie. Yeah, I know. That was just too much. Like, you want people to respect you, and you walk around in that poofy thing. Okay, I, I like that. I, I just, I couldn't think of anything else to call it except for the casual karate gi. Like, who just fucking wears that? Like, I don't, I don't know. I was, that wouldn't be funny if, uh, this way Barrett was always wearing, like, a black, some, some sort of black t-shirt or something. He had a black casual karate gi that he showed up in. <laughs> That would have been awesome. I love when he's first introduced, by the way. He's at a wet G-string contest. <laughs> yeah. It says T-shirt, but T-shirt is scribbled out. And it says G-string. And there's boobies. Tons of boobs. It's always filled with boobs. There's more boobs than man-ass, though. I thought... I mean, it could be even, maybe. But I'm gonna say there's more boobs than man-ass. I mean, yeah, there are so many boobs. I mean, well, maybe there, well, maybe there is more man. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm Corey, and I don't pay attention to things. I'm gonna fucking take that knife boot that guy had in this movie and slit your fucking throat, <laughs> and then fuck it with Tommy the Green Power Ranger's dick I cut off of him with his own fucking okay. dragon dagger, and then play play his fucking dick like a flute while, would... while it's in your throat. I wouldn't fuck her with your dick. That's why I took somebody else's. 
my god. <laughs> nice dick, thanks. I just had it stuffed. <laughs> nice dick. I just had it stuffed. Like wow. naked gun, nice beaver, but nice dick. And yeah. like, as if, you know, if it's severed, it's not going to get hard because it doesn't have the blood flow, so. Did you deal with that woman dancing in her fucking 80s underwear on stage? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. In her 80s panties. 80s panties. <laughs> what else are they? They don't make those kind of panties anymore. Uh, I don't know. They, like, went, they went like up to her like belly button. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Lita should have been wearing those and she was all showing off her underwear and her wrestling pants. Trying to just stay silent for as long as I could. For no apparent reason. To just let you kind of f- mutter in your Lita rant and not go anywhere with it. And It wasn't a rant. I was just saying she should have worn those panties. You'll know when I'm ratting. Ratting? Ranting. Are you ratting like the band Rat? Sure, why not? Here I am, Rocky Like a Hurricane. Wasn't that, or was that Scorpions? Well, either way. Oh, round and round, there we go, right? Wasn't that Rat? Quit being a bitch. <laughs> yeah, round and round was Rat. So yeah, yeah, Scorpions was Rocky Like a Hurricane. Whatever, all these fucking animal band names. Get the fuck out of here, 80s. Animal bands. Animal bands. It's gonna be my new band oh name. Oh my god, that sounds like it's gonna be one of those shitty new CG movies from either Disney or... No, I don't want it to be CG. I want it to be like... Pixar or I want it to be like real animals with like CG'd mouths. Oh god, no. Or they're just playing music. Animal band! Hi, we exist to make Dan want to kill himself. Basically. So next week, we're gonna watch the movie Animal Band... That's coming to theaters near you. That I'm gonna make in my basement and sell it to Pixar. Oh, you're gonna do it with the old uh, showbiz pizza characters, aren't you? No, Billy Bob. I'm just gonna take dead animals and put them on strings. Oh, that won't even be like you can't even sell that. Then that'll just be creepy. It'll be even worse than that CG Yogi the Bear. He looks like he's come to take your soul. He didn't even look that bad. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Good thing, That's the kind of thing you'll, good Kevin you'll Bears, wake up Dan. in the middle of the night, he'll be staring down at you with a big old butcher knife, and just... <laughs> good things come in bears. Okay. That was that was the tagline. It was on the posters. And they took it off. Once it got attraction on the internet. <laughs> but the movie theater by us kept the poster up the entire time. I <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get the memo. Does that mean if I don't come in a bear, I'm not a good thing? Okay, fine. I gotta go... Ban Kelly Lynch anyway. Can't believe you never come in, came in a bear before. <laughs> you'll come in a fucking. What do you want? I'm a city boy. You'll come in a cut off butt of Dalton, but you're not gonna come in a bear. Yeah, there's butts you can cut off anywhere. You don't get bears hanging around Chicago now, do you? How many butts do I have to cut before you realize to stop being a fucking dummy? Probably as many as Dan Halen. From Squidbillies? Yeah. Does he cut a lot of butts? <laughs> Last season he did. He actually cut people's butts? Yes, he was called, the episode was called Beware the Butt Cutter, and he was wearing a suit <laughs> made out of human butts that he'd stitched together. He, oh, so he cut them off? Yeah. Well, if you're just cutting butts, I would just assume you're not cutting them off, you're just cutting butts. Oh, he was cutting them off. Like, if I said I'm going to cut your dick, that's not, that doesn't mean I'm going to cut your dick off, I'm just going to cut it. Oh. Uh, that's a reasonable assumption, though. Well, you know what we're not talking about? We're not talking about butt cutting. And we're not talking about Roadhouse. So we need to talk about Roadhouse because... Roadhouse? More like Chode House. More like Roadhouse when he fucking ghost rides that fucking car 
On the he front didn't ghost lawn. ride the car. Yeah, he, he set did. it up to just go, and he wasn't in there in the first yeah, place. Yeah, he ghost riding, so he jumped out. Yeah, but then he's not riding in it. So he was. He jumped out. That's ghost riding. When you ghost ride your bike, you just let it go, and it goes by itself. Uh, that's Usually, a dumb name for it. Then. Well, when I ghost ride my bike, when I, my, my bike when I was a kid, I'd always shove a fucking knife in the pedal. Okay. Like this guy did. You had a well, violent wait, child. Well, right? when Garrett dies. Knife in his fucking back. It was tails. That's what it says on the note. Cause Wade, uh, Brad Wesley's like flips a coin if he's gonna kill him or not. Fucking would have killed him either way. It doesn't really fucking matter what it fucking landed on. But it was tails. But I love when the car's coming at all the guys. They're shooting their guns at the car, and the one guy, he's like kind of far right. If you're watching the movie, so anybody watching the movie, pay attention. There's this guy, and he's at his far right. And he's shooting a shotgun, and he's fucking pumping his leg like this. <laughs> the whole—it's the bartender, the guy with the half mustache. Ugh. He's sitting there, and he's just pumping the shotgun, but his leg is moving about five hundred miles an hour. He's just like, <laughs> "Why the fuck is your leg going so crazy?" And he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." See, this is what unchecked restless leg syndrome will do to you. It's totally not a bullshit made-up disease or anything. It's true. It's not bullshit. You know what else isn't bullshit? When Dalton gets a double kill with the same fucking knife. <laughs> it's a fucking badass. He fucking stabs that guy. He almost goes for the throat rip. Yeah, but then he didn't have time because the other dipshit had a shotgun. So he stabs the guy in the stomach, pulls the knife out of that guy, turns that guy around, abuses a human shield, and whips the fucking knife up to the top and fucking hits that guy right in the chest with a knife. Yeah, that was Beautiful. Nice. Beautiful. But then... Since they're having him go so all-out crazy at the end, why do they have him kill the first two goons off-screen? We've been building up to this payoff for the whole movie. And we were... That was so and disappointing. We, it's funny that we're talking about asses being cut off. Because in this movie, Brad Wesley has a room full of, like, trophied animals, stuffed animals, uh, all this stuff like that. And you're talking about stuffing a dick and stuff like that. And possibly <laughs> stuffing the butt you're going to cut off. I don't really know. But Brad Wesley says to Dalton, he goes, all that's missing is your ass. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> it all comes full circle. All comes full circle. See what a genius I am <laughs> at this plan all along. There you go. Full circle. Beware the butt cutter, Brad I, Wesley. And that was a quote I never really paid attention to until this viewing of this movie. Uh, he, yeah, he, just, he goes, all that's missing. Long pause. Is your ass. And I, and I was like, He's gonna mount. He's gonna cut his ass off, like you're talking about legs, whatever, and just mount his ass up on the wall. So then, or maybe, maybe not high up, low, so because he's kind of short, so he can get down and fuck it whenever he wants. Oh, totally. Because he's that kind of guy. He's fucking everybody else in the ass in the town. Why not literally fucking ass anytime you want? Like he'd be like pouring all his ten percent of money all over his body. This girl with his fucking that he beats the fuck out of with her fucking shiner. She could be Make like, it rain on me, bitch. Yeah. Make it rain He's those like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm Brad Wesley. The <laughs> 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 Kelly Lynch is in the corner with her dick wang hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't we docking? Dalton used to dock. Maybe he'll keep the front part of his tour thing going so he has she has the dick and she can still dock And him. once again, we end with Hermaphrodites, the best way to end. <laughs> best way to end everything. Well, the best way... This movie ended in an amazing way with Dalton running through the house, taking people out. 
pushes the bear on Tinker, the fat guy. Kind of a dumb thing. I didn't. I don't really care for that. I don't part. know why he let him live. Yeah, I don't really don't know. Maybe he thought that would kill him. I don't know. But Brad Wesley, his attempt to kill Don Dalton, he starts throwing spears at him. <laughs> yep. Literally just chucking these spears at him, and it is so. It's just absolutely hilarious that he's doing this in the first place. I really don't buy this person being that skilled of a hunter. I think with all his money and shit, he bought he might, all that shit. He might shoot guns. He might buy the shit, but I don't really see him working enough with him to like be skilled enough to like throw that properly enough that it would even like stick in a wall. <laughs> you know what? He's bred fucking Wesley. So get the fuck out of here if you don't believe in that shit. Uh, and he Dalton almost go. He go once again going for the throat rip. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Kelly Lynch comes in, crying. Don't, don't. Typical chick. Like, yeah. I understand not wanting there to be violence, but once it's gotten to this point, you pretty much need to do what needs to be done. And then she gets all pissed off at him, like, "Get out of here! You're an animal! You killed a guy who was trying to kill you!" Oh, so don't kill the guy that's been ruining this whole town and holding it in the, in the grip of terror for the past thirty. Well, you years. know what? It doesn't matter that Dalton doesn't throw it, rip him. Because he gets fucking shotgunned to death. No, I know that was in a bloody mess. That was a wonderful, pleasant surprise. But still, at the same time, the fact that she's like, "No, don't kill him. Don't end this. I want the torture to go on." Fuck you. Yeah, she's like, just let him get arrested by who? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what was the <laughs> yeah? The sheriff's in his it, pocket. Is that what she then... wanted him to get arrested? I really don't know what she wanted them to do. She didn't like that he. I love how she, like, ran off after he fucking throat-ripped that guy. What else was he supposed to do? The guy was gonna fucking kill him. Exactly. Let him die? Oh, I'll just let You're my... a monster! I'll just let myself die so you can't... Don't have any more big-ass dick to go in your fucking butthole anymore. Who are you gonna dock with now if I didn't throat-rip this guy? No shit. She's not thinking about her fucking docking Yeah, that's the thing about women like that. They don't understand where docking comes from. Well, she does. She's a hermaphrodite. It's a... Like, uh, actually, I don't, I don't want to think about that anymore. It's a joke. They don't understand where money comes from. They don't understand. I know, where de- but I don't want to think about that anymore because it's hot. You just brought it up. You've been talking about it for a while. You just talked about her being a hermaphrodite in the corner, going, eh. <laughs> "Damn it!" I, I don't want to think about that anymore because Kelly Lynch is hot. I don't want to think about her with a dick. <laughs> what if it's your dick? No, I don't want to think about dick. that either. She has my dick. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. Then I wouldn't have a dick. No, I mean, she has it. She has it. Oh. Oh. I'm, oh. I'm Corey, and I don't understand intercourse jokes. I only, <laughs> No, because you didn't call it nipple to nipple. <laughs> so I didn't, under, I didn't understand these ways. But yeah, he gets shotgun to death. Bloody mess. Falls through the glass table. Epic, of course. Epic death. <laughs> epic death. Super bloody. Just, uh, you know, I wish it would have been almost like the... More like the death in RoboCop when Alex Murphy gets shot and his limbs are just being blown off in oh, pieces. God. That would have been an even a more amazing death for Brad Wesley. But, you know, they're not going to go as over the top as RoboCop, certainly. So. Well, they didn't want to get, you know, X-rated. Yeah, they, I mean, they could have maybe if they would have had some full-on penetration shots. See, that's what they're missing. Just like Dennis Reynolds said, what are movies missing today? Full penetration. Oh, I've seen full penetration. No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe's dick. <laughs> That's what I want to fucking see. Fuck you. Whatever guy that made that movie. No, that didn't really bother me. The movie just kind of sucked. That was probably the highlight of the movie, was Willem <laughs> Dafoe's dick. <laughs> well, you heard it here. I heard it here first. Corey admitting the highlight of a movie was another man's dick. <laughs> <laughs> no!
forever scarred. Also in 2003, there was a musical, off-Broadway musical made of this movie. It was titled Roadhouse, the stage version of the cinema classic that starred Patrick Swayze, except this one stars Tamik from the 1980s cult classic Last Dragon wearing a blonde mullet wig. That was a full title, by the way. Full For real. fucking title. Last Dragon is a movie that I would love to do on this podcast. I fucking love Last Dragon. I haven't seen it in forever. I actually have it burned on the DVD. But it's, a, it's about a black huh. guy who wants to be Bruce Lee. You do. We do. Yeah. About a black guy who wants to be Bruce Lee. It's a great movie. Why? Oh. Because the black guy doesn't feel comfortable enough being black. He wants to be Asian. But he loves... He's sh- shaming himself. He doesn't, he doesn't want to like he doesn't be, accept his own race. He wants race. to be the black Bruce Lee. He doesn't want to be. He doesn't want to be Asian. Well, that's why he's gonna fail right there. He wants to be somebody else instead of himself. He could have went like Halle Berry, like in Life that Lesson, recent movie Life where she's, she's an Asian. That Cloud Atlas movie. Okay, she's, she's Asian in it. That. I didn't watch the movie, but I know about the scene. Somebody at work was telling me how it's. It's basically, it's like, it's borderline offensive to where so it's in, almost blackface. Oh my, I was, I was gonna say, is she in yellowface? Yeah, she, and Tom <laughs> Hanks and a bunch of people, they all play Asians in this one scene. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the one, the dude at work was saying, is borderline just blackface. But oh, tell him about the direct-to-video sequel. Oh, I'm going to. It's called Roadhouse 2 Last Call. Came out in July 2006. <laughs> Set many years later to tell the story of Dalton's adult son. <laughs> Featured no one from the original cast and only a few references to Dalton, who was reportedly reportedly shot dead before the film took place. What? That's fucking bullshit. This character gets shot dead? No, this character lives until about he's 150 years old. Exactly. And dies because he can't just fucking stand anymore because he's just so like old. the terrible Terminator 3 where we're supposed to believe that Sarah Connor is dead. Fuck that. She died of cancer, though. No, cancer can't stop Sarah Connor. But it's okay because they built it into the TV show, and I like the TV show a lot. Sarah Connor was still in the TV show. Yeah, but they said she had cancer in it. I mean, they built that idea into the TV show. Yeah, they didn't need to build that. But idea it's okay. It's show. okay. I like the show. Shut up. The sequel also <laughs> revealed that Dalton's first name was James, which is not mentioned in the original film. The name <laughs> is mentioned in the hospital from Dalton's medical chart that he carries with him. I actually worked with a kid named Jim Dalton years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if he knew that. But yeah, this movie is uh is you know known world worldwide, nationwide, whatever. This movie is a cult hit. It's a uh, season 5 episode of Dawson's Creek episode Cigarette Burns. Dawson reveals that Roadhouse is his favorite movie. Know that? Did you know that about Dawson? No, but I realized the whole thing about their romance on the show of like, uh, oh yeah, this girl that he's friends with kind of starts to turn to something more. She comes into his room and they just lay in bed together and don't have sex was based on real experience by Kevin Williamson. But considering he was gay, there wasn't going to be any sex going on there. And so that I just feel like that kind of built this whole fantasy of like, oh yeah, this is what your romance will be like, girls, and it won't be because you'll be in bed with a straight guy and he'll actually want to fuck you. Uh, anyways, Roadhouse is a movie I love. I, I've always loved it. I'm, if you uh, like Kevin Smith, go out and buy the DVD. You get a commentary track with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher. It's like listening to Smodcast, but then talking about Roadhouse instead. It's what if they don't commentary. like Kevin Smith? He's actually got a lot of violent detractors. Well, Maybe you just ruined this movie for people who otherwise would have liked well, it. Well, you don't have to watch the movie with a commentary track. Maybe you they don't watch, even want to buy can watch a DVD it with, the commentary. with him on there. You can Maybe buy they feel like that'll be lining his pockets, and they don't want to do that because these are ethical, you ethical can listeners. You can watch it with the Rowdy Harrington commentary track. 
It's down here. Okay? No, no. For the people that just hate Kevin Smith, you ruined this movie for them, and it's all your fault. Anyways, enough dick talk. We have too much dick talk with a movie full of boobs. I got a monster nut I'm building up for you starting now. I don't want any monster nuts in my mouth. I don't want any monster nut in my fucking anywhere. I don't want any monster nut anywhere, so suck my fucking chode. Oh, it's coming. It's coming, all right. So you know what else is coming? We're coming to the end of this podcast. I Rodos. hope so. <laughs> it's kind of going, <laughs> fell apart there at the end. I don't know why. We kind of just started talking about dicks and sucking them and... Butt cutting. Butt cutting. That was funny, though. That'll, that'll stay in. I don't know how much of this dick cutting, dick sucking, this stuff will stay in. Anyways. <laughs> Let's leave it. Let's leave it. We've got we've to gotta make this happen now. Just like, just like I'm going to leave in Cody Ungarden's Kevin Richter's names. You're going to unironically suck my dick for the podcast. Follow Kevin at Kevo on Twitter. Oh, God. <laughs> And go to janitorspenis.com, because Pat's not here this week. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's, where, that's what this episode's all about. It's really all about janitors. And you can check out Nikki Chirano banging the fuckadactyls. Yeah, go to, <laughs> look up Dino Punk. Hate Nick, fucking them for daring Nikki to take Tyran- a dinosaur Nikki name. Nikki Tyrano's band, check them out. <laughs> Dino Punk, check them out. Nikki Tyrano at Di- Dino Punk. Look them up on Facebook, I guess. Or MySpace. I don't fucking know. Oh, God. MySpace. They're trying to make that a thing again. I am. Damn. I'm making it a thing. Right okay. here, right now. Go on the MySpace for T-Dog, Bizzle Pops, Comzy Stand Show. Check them out. Sweet podcast. I listened to quite a few episodes. We got our mentions in quite a few episodes, so check them out on iTunes, Spreaker, wherever else you get it. You can get our podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on our website. You can download it, stream it there. You can get it all over the place. Just like Dan's come, it's all <laughs> over the place. It is. It is. It truly, truly is, and it's a fucking mess, and I can't wait to clean it up because it's bothering me, and it's fucking sticky. But and stinky. N- but next week, we're going to cover the 1995 film Smoke and Lightning, Ooh. a movie I know everybody's so excited about because it's a, the, it was honestly the biggest movie of 1995. Hm. If you missed this one, you must have been hit on the fucking head with a brick 12 times. I actually was. I was in the hospital for a while. My attackers sure paid for it, though. But uh, I missed a good chunk of sophomore year of high school. Being hit on the b- head with a br- brick? Twelve times? And appendicitis, but anyway. But from being hit on the head with a brick? Yeah, gave me appendicitis. Damn. Aggravated it. And then you missed out on the smoke and lighting. I did. I missed out on it, too. I guess I, I just wasn't... I don't know what else came out in 1995, but I wasn't, you know... I just wasn't paying attention to the box office. You were then. all about Sailor Moon back then. You were a brony for Sailor Moon, just like I was. No, you were a Mooney. <laughs> Mooney, I'll take that. You fucking. That Mooney. could go a couple different ways. Okay, fine then. You were a Sailor Mooney. And, there, uh, it only goes one way. Just finger these Sailor girls under their short little skirts. You and... know what? Fuck Sailor Moon. I hate that show. I hate it. You know what? I would. I'll I grab her it. pigtails and no. just. No, <clears throat> not fuck her. <throat> just fuck the DVDs. Fuck that hole in the DVD. That's all you're gonna get. You're never going to get Sailor Moon. She's not real, Dan. Stop living in a fantasy world. She's not real. But you know what is real? She might not be. Sailor Neptune is. But you know what is? Smoke and Lightning. We're watching it next week. It's on Netflix. Check it out. It looks fucking absolutely balls to the wall crazy for all the right reasons. Yes, it really does. We were supposed to do this last week until somebody changed his mind at the last second. Because you know what? I had to give. I had to see watch a movie that I truly loved to, after watching a movie that I truly hated. So... Deal with that shit, Dan. Go suck Thomas Decker's dick. That's right, I said his real name and not John Connor. You know what? Maybe I will. Maybe I will, and it'll be glorious. 
John Connor deserves to have his dick sucked. No, he doesn't. He's the hope for humanity, Corey. He becomes Christian Bale, so settle down. Anyways, next week's Smoking Light and check it out. 4B Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm DRC. I used to fuck shit dicks like you in prison. I bet you did. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. It's the best of the worst.